Alex is really throwing us off here. He is he is throwing us off. For now for now it's just me and Josh. Uh I guess I'll get the introduction out of the way. This is the two v one podcast. I'm Nick. Every week I'm jo- joined by Josh and Alex to talk about the games we're playing. Alex will be joining us, special guest, at some point in the next couple minutes, but figured we get a head start on things. We can get a head start. This this is a weird timing recording schedule for us, so we have to just fit it in. I hate you both. Why me? This is what you're the reason this is happening. Yes, but we've had this argument before that I gave you guys plenty of heads up, and you I did. gave you one time, and this was it. We're good. You gave us this one time. No, I gave you Sunday morning too. That's not. That's not. That doesn't work. I'm upset at you. Me? Yes. Why? Because I threw you under the bus. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was prepared and ready. You're so, right. You did. You did get. You got here very quick. It really was five, five hours, hours, and I made us. And I made a stop. That's insane. I averaged probably like eighty the entire time. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, interstate takes a lot quicker than going 80. I guess that's true, and you can get on it faster than I can Why? to get back here. It's not that close to me. Oh, yeah, you go down to 18. I have to go, yeah, I have to okay, go, like, yeah, a roundabout way to get there. Okay. Yeah. So. What do you want to talk about? Because. I, I guess, I guess while we're waiting. Nothing's really happening. I guess while we're waiting for Alex, maybe get news out of the way. Yeah, cause, yeah, 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 let's do that. Yeah. Uh, so we learn more about. I think the biggest thing is Far Cry Five, yes. right? I I'd agree. I'm uh, interested in this one. This is kind of what you mentioned last week that you wanted. I totally called this. You yeah, you did. I totally did. called this. That we now know that there was a gameplay reveal for Far Cry Five. It's set in Montana. It's about a religious Christian. Not really. Christian, I don't know. If but they not really. Christian. I don't set know. a denomination of any I mean, sort. I it's guess just they, a religious. I guess cult. they didn't really, but it's a re- religious cult, doomsday cult specifically, which is oh, always is like, oh, okay. the world is ending, and we have to kill everybody or ourselves or got whatever. Got it. Got it. But I had said to Josh and Alex in our group chat that this immediately reminds me of this whole standoff slash. Uh, hostage situation in Oregon in 2016, where some like gun club or hunting club took over some other spot i don't even really know i don't the i don't i didn't follow that at all so I but no but i know it happened and you know it happened. i know it like happened, it was yes. it was news enough that they were holding I some people i couldn't tell you how it ended i think i think they just got arrested that's it nobody died nothing. i don't think anybody died or, or nothing there were no like shots fired or anything as far as i understand but i had made the projection that that's basically what this game was based on and then it came out that one of the directors of Far Cry 5 was like, yeah, we were inspired by this. Which, within a year, that's kind of how... Right? No, I heard I heard that they had this idea after Far Cry 3. Like, a long time back. But they, but they absolutely mentioned this Oregon situation in an interview. Oh, well then maybe this was just like, they decided it's the right time to maybe put it out? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But, so anyway, Far Cry 5 is in Montana, it's this religious cult. I still don't fully get how a setting in America is, like, possible. Why? Well, because those games, you seriously just run around and murder hundreds of people. So, like, how would anything like that ever happen in this country without the the military hearing about it or, like, local authorities? Like, you're playing... You're I guess playing, we'll find out. You're playing as the deputy. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. New, the new deputy to this town. And you're tasked with bringing them down or something, I guess. But 
I, just, I, I it's think... just really hard to imagine this something like this happening in America versus the other Far Cries where they're set in like some random made up fictional tropical location where there's no real government presence, you know? I think narrative is the it's the least, least the thing least... you need to worry about in a Far Cry game. It so... is. And that was my biggest problem with three, right? But there was yeah. no reason for me to be upset about that. It was just really bad. And I agree. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to make sense. No, I but, just can't help but think. But that. I still do really like the general idea of what it's doing. Yeah, I do too. Like I think it's the most interesting one they could have done, or that they have done, I should mm. say, as compared to the other Far Cries. I think. Um, I think two is probably the most interesting. Yeah, two was great, but I I still just like the concept of. This. I like this too. Yeah. I I'm it's more, different. I'm more excited about this than I've only played. I played one, two, and three. I did not play four. Four was good. It sounded like it was. It was more the same. It was, it was skippable. Was was yeah, good. like it was totally skippable, and I didn't play Primal. It's the only one I haven't played. Totally skippable. But this one is cool. I like the idea of it. It looks beautiful. Um, I'm. I I actually really like the whole Doomsday thing. Yeah. Like cult, whatever. And this still reminds me of that Red State movie to an extent. Yes. Just on a smaller yes, scale. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Kevin Smith's Red State, which is like a totally underrated Totally film. underrated, under the radar. You probably maybe never even heard of that absolutely movie. Absolutely not a Kevin Smith typical movie. Not really movie. a Kevin Smith typical movie. <laughs> At all. Neither was Tusk. You never saw Tusk. I never watched right? Tusk. Tusk no. was weird as hell. Yeah. No, I never watched Tusk. <laughs> yeah. I. I like, uh, it, I guess the other thing that really this reminded me of was the whole Waco, Texas thing, which was probably okay. the most known cult uh, showdown with authorities and mm-hmm. stuff where people actually, a lot of people actually did die and there were, there was gunfire and all that stuff. Do you think there's going to be like a any, siege. do you think there's going to be any backlash or outcry to this sort of thing? No. You don't think so? No, I've been, I've actually, I've seen a couple articles about this game and they're like, Oh, this has the best chance to really make a statement about American whatever. And it's just like, no, it doesn't. I mean, cults have been a thing for a while, and especially an American thing, which it's not anything great or Mm -hmm. something to really highlight, but it's just... Well, I mean, even just taking place on American soil, because you remember when Homefront came out? That was kind of a big deal. People were like, you know, you're killing people on American soil. That game made no impact on me. I didn't even really know much about it. Oh, from a personal standpoint, no, it's a video game in the end. But just from like a general population sort of thing, it seemed like it stirred up some buzz when it released because of that. Yeah, I guess so. And the whole North Korea invading. Like, what? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to play it? Probably. It's definitely this year, right? No. They said uh, February 28th or February 18th. So Creed and Far Cry are around the same time. I don't think Creed... Did Creed get a date? Last episode, it was... It was mentioned like March or spring or something. Oh, wow. So they're going really hard for a Yeah, so they're really going to stack those, which seems like a weird call. That's fine. I think. Hmm. I mean, I don't mind it, because I think that's enough time Actually, between two big launches. I really expected Far Cry this year. That was, like, the one thing I didn't No, see. they that's, like, definitive. It's set okay. in February. They showed okay. the date. At the end of that trailer, just a little little baby date. It's not like they even, like, were like, hey, February! <laughs> a baby, a baby date. A little baby date in text. <laughs> so. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm, that's good it's out of this year, maybe. Yeah, I'm okay with a new Far Cry. It's been a while. I, I, I think I am, too, because I skipped five, or four, and Primal. I don't expect any gameplay differences. No. What do you think you're climbing in this one? 
Mountains. Oh, jeez. Oh, what could you call? Uh, cell towers. I saw people. Cell, cell towers. towers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Cell phone towers. Are cell towers that close to each other in order to fit within a game's one map? No, no, but no. it's Montana. But it's Montana. So I don't really know how things work in Montana. <laughs> I don't either because I've never been. On I would that. love to visit Montana. I've been on that side of the country. Once. Tell me a city in Montana. Cheyenne? No, Cheyenne. Wait, what's the capital? That's Wyoming. I right? don't know. I don't know I what don't the capital know. of Montana is either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea. Mm, yeah, I don't know either. I bet you the population of Montana is less than the population of like Philadelphia. Oh, sh- I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it's I weird would, to think about. That would be maybe not Philadelphia. Philadelphia is the fourth largest city in the U.S. Okay, then yeah. probably less than third or fourth. Yeah, yeah. Let's move to Montana. I mean, it's probably beautiful. Yeah. That, I, I think it's funny. It's actually a really good location for a Far Cry game yeah. because they're all so wilderness-based, and that's, like, a state that you just assume is pure wilderness, you know? Yeah. What are you going to be making your uh, leather wallet out of? Everybody kept joking it's people, right? Like, you're going to be skinning people. <laughs> because I, think, I, I didn't hear that one. Oh, you haven't heard that? I didn't hear that I think one. I, that was immediately what I thought with this, because it obviously looks really <laughs> gruesome, and, like, the, the, the cult is super violent. And it wasn't the one trailer, them ringing a bell with somebody's head or something? I, yeah, I think that was either a trailer or the first initial image they showed yeah. in the background of the church. So, so I immediately was like... Okay, but people, you're a sheriff. You're not going to skin. You're not going to skin human people, beings, even even sheriff. cultists. No, even even like it's, the scum of the earth. It's maybe. still just going to be like okay. boars and whatever I other animals so. are in Montana. I guess elk so. or elk in Montana. Yes, are they? I think so. Okay, yeah, so we yeah. know the animals in Montana, but we don't know the capital of Montana. Well, that's where whenever like I was trying to think of what animals they showed a bear, wolves, elk. What else? Like that that's the other problem is there's such an animal focus with these games. Anymore. We don't have to talk about the animals in a Far Cry game. I don't know. I just I think the only animal that ever mattered were the badgers in three. Well, I didn't play that. Or four. Is it four that the it badgers? It was four were that the, ba- okay, the badgers. Fucking badgers. I think the scariest thing in three were the Komodo dragons, because they were silent. Oh, and they snuck up and on you. And they just would sneak up on you. And also Komodo dragons in general were fucked up. I would always jump whenever I was swimming and got bit by a crocodile. A sh- or a shark. Yeah. Or a shark. Yeah. Yeah. Far Cry's are okay games. They're cool. Yeah. And I've actually been wanting to revisit, too. I, I just listened to uh, an interview with the lead designer of mm-hmm. that game, um, Clint Hawking, who I believe does not work for Ubisoft anymore. But he was um, responsible for, like, he worked on a lot of the Splinter Cell games, or, like, two of them or something. What the hell happened to that franchise? Splinter Cell? Yeah. I don't know. I only played one of them. I played a PS2 one. I played the first one. That was it. There was one that came out on 360. I couldn't even tell you the name of. Yeah, and then actually only like what two or three years ago they was the last one, and it was, was like it? it was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was it was really different. I had no idea. One I forget came out what recently. it's. I forget what it's called. It might be like four years ago now. But anyway, I was listening to this interview with him, and and this lends into five, which I think I understand how it works, but. In 2, what do you remember about 2? I remember setting things on fire and thinking it was amazing. And having malaria. And having malaria the entire time. The, the, the and other, having to take those fucking medicines throughout the game. The other thing in 2 was there was, like, buddies. Oh, yeah! Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. and it was kind of confusing. Yeah, and you could, you could only, like... Or they would, like, help you or give you missions or something. I don't... It's been a long time since mm-hmm. I played 2. 
and uh, the fast travel was absolutely horrendous yeah, it was in bad. that game. It was bad. But but where I'm going, the buddy thing, I think is returning in 5. Because uh, they made it sound like you meet... Like, those characters aren't just, like... Um, my only hallmark recently is 3, where there was that, like, psychedelic guy. And your and that, and that like, town leader. Like, there were those characters that had set locations, and you would come back to them occasionally, and they would give you quests and stuff. Five sounds like it's bringing back the buddy thing. I didn't hear that, but I mean, sure. Maybe why it's not. not may, maybe I misunderstood that. But it did say the whole thing is co-op campaign. Wasn't wasn't four? I don't think so. No, I, I remember. I remember four being like a share play. That four was like the first thing they showed with share play. What are we talking about share play for? Oh, because that wouldn't be co-op. That has nothing That's to do with a, co-op. No. Yeah, you're right. I'm getting confused. Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was confused for a second. Yeah. So, continuing with news. Continuing with news. Alex. Yes. We we talked about Far Cry 5 for a little cool, bit. Cool, cool. I figured as much. You knew we would talk about Far Cry 5. <laughs> yes, I did, actually. We're just, we're just running through news real quick. Cool. I guess we didn't... We didn't know Red Dead got delayed yet. Until right. this week. Until this week. Until so this Red week. Dead's next year also. Yes. Also the same time as Far Cry 5 and Creed. I'd like to know, like, the executives at a studio like Ubisoft. And, you know, they're like, yeah, we're going to get our game out early Q1. And then all of a sudden they, spring, uh, they see... Spring isn't Q1. It's two, right? It's not early. February. Oh, February. Fuck. I keep, yeah. I keep thinking just spring, but it's and then February. And then all of a sudden, one week, just you hear that Red Dead comes out around yeah, the same Red time Dead, your Red game is kind of a problem. And, like, the conversations that yeah. happen because of that. Another American thing, too. Even though it's, like, Old West or whatever, but yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah, so Red Dead's next year, which kind of glad about, but then again, yeah. I don't know what to look forward to this year. I guess we'll um, find Mario. out about E3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Look forward to Mario. Yeah. Um, did they say, when did they say Red Dead was cute? Did spring? They said? I think they just said spring. Spring, summer, so that's... Okay, first three months. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. a couple month delay. Yeah. Um, smaller stuff, real quick. Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, which is the definitive edition of Dragon's Dogma, is coming to PS4, which I hope everybody buys so they can make a sequel. Because <laughs> I would really like to see a follow-up to that game. It is super interesting. Is that going to warrant a replay for you, Nick? Well, I sort I sort of started replaying it on PC. I, I remember that like a couple months ago or whatever. Yeah, that that version is on PC now. You can play it now oh, if you want. Okay, same thing. Uh, you can see a video of Josh and I playing it on our YouTube channel too. I forgot we did that. We did. We did one. It's it's confusing. It's very confusing. It's confusing yeah. on how that game is confusing, but it's really unique and. Keep your eye out for that. I was really surprised seeing this headline pop up. Me too. Like, I, I never would have thought to see a Dragon's Dogma anything ever. Yeah, like, the the whole PC thing seemed like, oh, that's it. You know, we're, we're just going to get it out there. We're never going to revisit this franchise again. There was um an MMO in Japan only, I believe. And I have no idea how that worked or if it was successful or if it's even still occurring. Did you play all the DLC initially? Because this no, one comes with all the DLC. No, no. When I first played that game, it wasn't <clears throat> out. And remember, I think, I've told you multiple times, I was fucking furious with Dragon's Dogma. Even though I loved playing it at the time, 
how it worked, how fast traveling worked. By the time I had finished that game, I was like, I am done with this. It's one of the few games I actually got rid of. Like, I keep everything. You know, I got rid of that game. Larry brought up a good point, too, with this. Is uh, What are those little guys called that follow you around? Uh, the pawns. The pawns. So yeah. there might be some more pawns now that... Yeah, now that this will then once again be online capable on a current console, people will be able to take advantage of pawns. I mean, we could on PC. It was It worked. But the PS3 version, the server's there, not live anymore. So, yeah. So keep your eye out. That is an interesting game. It is a really... It's like a, it's post Dark Souls, surprisingly, or like Demons. It might be post Demons, but it has a lot of similarities in a weird way that was developed kind of around the same time. Like it came out relatively quick after Dark Souls, I think. And so, it did. Uh, it did climbing before Zelda and, did climbing. Oh, it did. It it totally took climbing from like Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, yeah, and and it's really interesting. So. Similar Please. enough to be called a Souls-like, but they didn't have the term Souls-like back then. It it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work any way like a Souls game. Like it's completely open world. There's no corpse running. There's no souls in general. Like you're not racking up points like that. But the combat is really animation heavy and timing based. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the only real. What? I wasn't going to try to argue game you at all because I didn't play it too much, but I don't, I didn't see the soul. Even even at the time when that game came out, that's what people were saying. Really, and, and I also thought <laughs> this is sort of blending like a common third person action RPG with what soul, like how how the moment to moment action of Souls works because that Dragon's Dogma is fucking hard. I think where like we're that, at, that's the other part too. Where it's we're at really right hard. now with the whole quote unquote soul genre. Yeah. This wouldn't fit into it anymore. Not not today. Not today. Not today. But I think just, maybe back when it was it was still a newer sort of thing. I just I want to defend myself. All right. I said there were similarities. It is not a soul like. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it is not at all. It's just the the whole combat and animation dependent combat that's kind of where it starts and stops for Dragon's Dogma. I mean, hell, it's team ba- or squad based. Yeah, but you don't control them. That's they're, right. They're completely AI really nice. driven. You yeah. don't you don't control anything. It's just your player character. So, anyway, the most important news of the week. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this. This. Is, this is exciting. Lawbreakers, which we mentioned a couple uh, two episodes ago or last episode, I can't remember. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's basically Overwatch, but it's more of a mature, mature, fast-paced, gun-heavy objective first-person shooter thing is coming to PS4. And we've thought in the past it might be PC only. I thought it would be just because of I never saw this coming. I thought it was just too fast and, like, Cliff Blazinski wouldn't want to bring it to consoles, but it is coming to PS4. It's only $30, which is fucking That's insane. awesome. And, um, well, he... remember, this was originally a free-to-play game that they changed the whole model. Of a while ago, yeah. yeah. But uh, And he didn't rule out Xbox. No, he didn't rule it it's out. It's just not announced right yeah. now. So, And there won't be any sort of cross-play. No, of course not. Which I, I think could have been assumed, but it was asked of him. and Yeah, of, of course not, no. Rolled out completely. Yeah, so that that's really good news. Um, I hope that game is successful, because it's really cool. Even though it's super similar to Overwatch, it's it's really... It has its own thing going. No real date for it yet. I don't think he even no. hinted. No. Yeah, and so it must not be this year. 
I mean, there's still plenty of time this year. Uh, half of the year. That's all right. Fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. Enough, you'd think, because from what you've played, it seems it's you know it plays fine. It plays well. Is it oh, balanced? Okay. Yeah, I think so. And that was even more apparent with this second beta. It feels really balanced. Like the matches were always close. Um, the enemy or the team spread of like classes you were playing as didn't feel as important as Overwatch, where Overwatch will give you like mm-hmm. you need a healer or you need a tank or whatever. Lawbreakers doesn't do that because it kind of doesn't matter. Everybody's sort of on equal footing. Their quirks just have benefits, I guess, and negatives. It, it it's not like okay, we have to have this character and this character and this character to be successful. It never felt like that, which I think is really good. Did How many maps have they shown so far across the betas? Four. Okay. I think four or five at most. He also mentioned that all future content will be free. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. That's great. It's good. That's continuing to be a kind of a thing. More and more, yep. Kind kind of. Yeah. And and I think uh, them coming in at a really low price range comparatively, like... Some of that might be on the fence. It's going to be like, you know, 30 bucks. Yeah, and they're really, like, the fact that they're going all in on up future updates being free, like, I think they're really confident about the game, which is, I, I think they have every right to be. I just hope it catches on. Wonder what their beta numbers were, active users. Who knows? Yeah. We couldn't give away our codes. Yeah. <laughs> that that was That's really, true. that was actually kind of frustrating. But giving away what codes a... is harder than it sounds. <laughs> yeah. We put it was posted like the night it was closed. No, I put, I tried giving them away the minute I got them. I oh, just did the Instagram one the day okay. of Josh. Yeah, no, okay, I tried gotcha, gotcha. I tried giving them away other than just posting them on a forum, which I could have done, but yeah. Anyway, Alex, since your time is limited, we have things to talk about. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do. What do you want to talk about first? Um, I mean, let's just do a quick recap of Ringed City. Yeah, sure. So. Um, it's, it's better. Would you agree that it's better than Ashes, the first DLC? I, th- I think it's better. Yeah, I think yeah. it's better. It's very challenging, if for no other reason than the bosses. I think the bosses were mostly great. Yeah, I agree with because that. Because they were challenging. Yep. Um, yeah. But you take it from there with more details? Um, so we both finished it, and I actually just posted my last episode of the Let's Play that I've been doing today. That'll be on 2v1podcast.com. I also did not know about the optional boss. I And did I, and I beat did the main one before that? the optional also. I Yeah, we, Alex and I both beat the main one first. Josh was the one that pointed out, I think there's a secret one, and I had no idea. I'm Souls Pro here. Well, what's funny, <laughs> what's funny is the area to get to the boss, I found. Like, I found the secret door, I found this optional route, and I just didn't look... I didn't look behind the altar oh, that's that you had to fall down. Well, and the other the other great thing is I was actually watching Nick's um, Let's Play in your sixth video. And yeah. you knock... there's This isn't definitely not a spoiler. The dragon is there, and you knock him off a cliff in like a mini boss fight. And yeah. Nick's just like, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. He's going to come back. and Because he, he didn't get any souls. And he doesn't Which was come huge. back. That was a big signifier. Yeah, the whole, it, same yeah. here. And the whole thing is... You're knocking him down so you can fight him later. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. It's, it's, I thought that it's was very really cool, like with the brain, mm, the brain of Mensis. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really 
that that was a cool thing to have like this two stage boss battle that wasn't within one battle like oh you fight this dragon you don't expect to be fighting it at this point it's super fucking huge it's real cool looking and then i couldn't believe i beat it first oh it was a joke the first yeah but it was a joke because it was kind of just sitting still its attacks were easy to dodge and i was like this doesn't seem right but then i didn't think about it and i finished the dlc and i was like Okay, I guess it's over because that that doesn't like it doesn't end, which is super you, weird. You straight up, uh, again, there, I can't spoil because there's nothing to spoil. There is nothing when to you, spoil when you kill the last boss of the entire Souls franchise. That's it. Nothing happens. There's no cutscene. Expected something. I expected some sort of yes. cutscene because whenever you finish any of the games, there's at least some some kind yeah. of thing. And and. This is the last thing, of, yeah. You know, so totally yeah. reasonable. And it's—I'm not mad. I—I I was just like, that's it. Yeah, I wasn't mad either. It just felt like uh, I don't even know. Like uh, there was this build-up to absolutely nothing. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, know. it was—it was very strange. And to anybody who follows our social media, you'll see my super appropriate finish. My last, yeah, yours was good. my. I thought you would like that, Nick. My last moment with the game was exchanging simultaneous strikes with the boss, and he killed me at the same time. But what was interesting, I feel like that's happened to me before, but I don't get credit for the boss kill. Maybe because I was. Oh really? It, like if I were a millisecond, if I died a millisecond too soon, you don't get credit. But I did get credit. I beat the game, but I was also dead. So it was kind of yeah. funny, and it was just real anticlimactic. But then um, a word on the, the optional dragon boss itself. Yeah. Um, I played an, I had an interesting tactic. Uh, so I read about it just has an extraordinary amount of health just through yeah. the roof. And I played it two or three times, and I was like, man, I want to be done with this, but I also don't want to fight it. Like, it was just kind of annoying. So what I did, yeah. and this is not cheesing it because everything's in the game. I wasn't hiding behind a corner and it was still challenging. Um, I used, I went over the 70% encumbrance, but before 100, so I was fat rolling. I had on as much protection as I could. I had Havel's Great Shield, which is amazing. And I only just was able to equip that in this DLC. And... I bought a spell. I actually had to look up how to buy it because I never even encountered the game with a guy in the game before. I bought a spell called Pestilent Mercury, and it does hmm. damage based on the max HP of whatever you're fighting. Oh wow! So it, it <laughs> still took forever, and I had yeah. and I used every one of my Estus flasks. I was on my last. I had like a third of my health bar left with nothing left to heal with, but I was just working them down. You literally just you let out this this mist of mercury. And it just does continuous damage over and over. But he just has so much, it still took forever. But it took me uh, three or four tries with that tactic. I didn't even have a weapon equipped. I just cast, yeah, dodge, that's really block, funny. heal, and, and uh, I ended up beating him. And it was honestly no less satisfying. In a weird way, it was more satisfying because I'd never tried anything like that. Just pure magic. I. It makes me think of poison clouding the first dragon you Ex- encounter in Demon exactly. Souls. Exactly, <laughs> the poison cloud. Yeah, so it was it yeah. was cool. I, I kind of thought it was a, a nice little. You know, I got a middle finger from the final boss, and I gave one right back to the dragon. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. Yeah, I I was surprised at how easily I handled that boss, 
and and I uh, I I didn't I recorded it just for posterity. You got a critical on him and everything I, I saw. I wasn't yeah I wasn't doing a let's play or anything. I was just recording it so I could be like okay here's how I I took him down in like five minutes. That's awesome. And the it totally was all about dodging. Oh yeah. Like yep. The the I learned his attacks relatively quick and then I was able to basically just dodge everything with invincibility frames, which was some of his attacks were so devastating. Yep. And he had so much health. And I was like, I'm never gonna beat this, but it only took me a couple tries, and it got to the point where I loved how I staggered him at the end of the battle. Yeah, that was a nice and, little bonus. And it was like a really nice finish, and it was awesome. And I'm super glad it's over. Yeah. How many tears did you shed? I was freaking out. I was like, I'm seriously going to do this? Like, I, uh, his head was weak, so you had to be in danger all the time. You had to always be attacking his head. If you attacked his legs and stuff, it no, it didn't work. Like, it would take forever. And so, not only am I putting myself in the most danger, but then I have to also dodge everything, basically. Like, I took a bunch of hits, and I used Estus and whatever, but... It was exhilarating. The the, the crazy just... thing it, for me when I was trying to dodge and block that made it unnecessarily difficult is when you're locked on, he's so huge and moves around. Oh, it, I didn't lock on. Yeah, it, that makes sense then because he yeah. would just pull the lock off and I'd be like, okay, and then I'd just get hit by his tail and lose half my health. And I was like, just okay. like um, just like Nameless King, I did not use lock okay. on. Uh, because I only locked on to the actual nameless king himself in the second mm -hmm. half. But like when you're fighting bigger enemies like it's that, it's better not to no lock on. And you yeah. know what's interesting? Another you brought up nameless king. Uh, I don't know if you noticed in my video, I fought uh, the slave knight naked. Yeah, I did notice that. I, I thought I don't, that was really dude, fun. Dude, I love it. It's really even though I didn't get the benefit of being super fast because I was using that enor that enormous shield, it just worked out because I have zero points in vitality. So I. Leading up to Ring City to fight the Demon Prince, I spent a bunch of points in Vitality so I could have decent armor on while also rolling as fast as possible sure. and not blocking or anything. And, like, I fucking love Dark Souls. It's so good. Um, my final play it's time so was good. Dark Souls 3 was 95 hours. Oh, wow. I think I'm still around, like, 70 I so. I definitely... I'm a way higher level because I think I put more time into just yeah. grinding and going back to places and stuff like that. So I was like 155. Yeah. So the only boss in the series I have to go back and finish is Calamite from the Dark Souls one. Yes, DLC. and you should now that it's oh, the I will. only one. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, that that will happen. And we'll we'll move on from Souls and uh, one other quick Souls related thing. I did a bunch of Chalice dungeons in Bloodborne. I regret it. Gets so. It, gets so it was a waste of time. I, I shouldn't yep. have done it. So I'm just getting up to the DLC yeah. and I'll play the DLC. But that's all I wanted to say. I, I would officially recommend don't worry about the Chalice Dungeons. No, it's unfortunate too because they have Could some have been really interesting And the things. loot is amazing. Some, yeah, the some loot's it, amazing. But not worth yeah. the time. No, it's not, unfortunately. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree with that. What? <laughs> what? Josh is waiting. Josh is just waiting. Are we done? Are we done talking about souls? So, no, so what's the what's the next game you guys get to beat each other off over? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Bloodborne well, two and <laughs> Bloodborne two, which absolutely better get announced at E three this year yeah. because I'm gonna freak out if there's nothing on so the you horizon. Guys are, are done. I know. Josh, it it'll be back, glorious. dude. It's gonna be back. It'll be back. Because you know what though? If it is, it'll be years on the road, and that's fine. If it's that point, but. 
You, you know what I for really... Not for the foreseeable yeah, future. it's gone. That's true. You know what I had it's a gone. really good time playing? Was the Dark Souls board game. Yeah, this is exciting. Ah, yes. Okay, so... I was asking you about it, and I didn't understand okay, anything I, you were saying. I am absolutely dreading trying to explain this to you guys, so I won't spend too much time on it, other than it's really cool. It only is out to Kickstarter backers right now. I don't believe you can buy it in stores, except maybe hobby shops that also back to the Kickstarter. I think it had a tier for stuff like that. So, like, a board game mm-hmm. shop to get multiple copies to sell in A lot shop. of Kickstarters do that for multiple yeah. so, items or whatever you want to call it. So, I got to play uh, the, the actual board game with a friend of the show, Mike, who I mention all the time. He's a huge board game enthusiast. And I played with him the other day. It's so hard. It they, it <laughs> captures the game so well in board game form. It's really interesting. It is incredibly dense. It is a lot to learn. Are you it, playing each other? No, you play together. It's co-op. Okay. Ooh, that's uh, cool. You wor- yeah, yeah. Like, I think at some point in the future, there's a whole bunch of expansions for the Kickstarter that got backed because it made so much more money than people expected. So in the future, I believe they're incorporating Invasion somehow. Uh, which is crazy. I don't. I don't even know how that's gonna work. I don't even know where to begin to describe this game. It's only co-op. You work your way through uh, pieces of a map that you can set up however you want. On like the board is set up of squares, like one by one foot by one foot squares that you piece together to make a dungeon, basically. Uh, can you piece it together differently? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and within. Within the dungeons, there's set spots that you can stand. So it actually works like a tactical game. So you can only move so many spots before you have to expend more energy to move more spots. The enemies and bosses can only move a certain number of spots based on their attributes, you know. It's all based on dice rolls. Six side? I was dice? just going it to has ask if there's luck-based components. I figured as much. Uh, completely. C- completely. I mean, it's, okay. it's a board game. It's a board game, so there has to be some way to move things forward and, uh, you know... Arbitrarily. Some, so- some sort of randomness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the die work, they're just typical six-sided, but there's different die you roll depending on stats of your weapons or armor or whatever. You are managing stamina and health. You can literally die from using all stamina, which I think is a big problem with the game. But you are you are essentially working your way into a tile. You enter a tile. It spawns enemies based on a random card. You draw cards. The card shows which enemies are in that tile. You have to then take out the enemies by moving to them and doing certain attacks based on all dice rolls. And you work your way up to a boss. So... Before starting the game, you pick what boss you're going to work your way towards, basically. And then that determines what level of enemies you're fighting and the layout of the map, I believe. Uh, So, I don't know how else to even continue explaining this Did you guys finish your game? No, we did not. And how long were you playing? Four or five hours. Yeah. (laughs) How much more do you think you have left? Well, so there's multiple ways to play this, and I think that's what's really cool about it is, like, this is my first experience with one of these really in-depth board games. I've never played anything like this. I think the most... No, I've never played anything like this. I I was going to try comparing it to something. I'm not even going to bother. Compare it to Candyland. Uh, 
you can, Candyland might as well not even be a board game. <laughs> I don't know. You just work your way through a linear thing. It, like, what choices do you make in Candyland? The candy? I don't even remember. Anyway. Non-comparison. So you're, you're basically working your way through the map. You get souls every time you finish a tile. You buy equipment with souls, or you upgrade your stats. Whatever equipment you can equip is based on your stats. So you have to balance what you're using souls with. Are there little armor pieces you get to put on your little Well, you pawn? get cards. No, okay, okay. so you, there's pawns that are representing yep. your player, and you only pick four. The game only comes with four classes, so you have to pick a set class. That You get a little board that tells you this is their starting stats. Those stats determine what equipment you can wear later on as you get stuff. And um, I'm trying to think. So you get a card with an equipment on it. Yeah, yeah so you weapon. get, you get, you're constantly, you're not constantly drawing, but all of the loot is based on a deck. Like, you draw from a deck of loot. You can find treasure chests, or you can spend souls to get loot. What if you get a piece that's not for your character? You can't wear it. You just keep oh, it. Oh, you just, it's just, you just keep it. Okay. You, you keep it at, if at some point you want to level up to use that piece, then that's how you do it. You can grind, if you want, technically, which is interesting. So you can get all the way up to the boss. You've cleared every room. You can try fighting the boss, but every time you die, you go back. And the bonfire is a set number. So you can only respawn a couple of times within a scenario until ultimately you'd have no bonfire, and then you absolutely lose. Imagine if that every time you lose. So <laughs> right. Well, so, yeah, I know. But, like, it has to have limiting things because it's supposed to only take a set amount of time. But it it took way longer. So the the end goal is just to defeat the boss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what takes a while to do. And you can play it different ways. You can do a campaign where you keep you basically depending on your play session, however long it takes, you keep you keep track of everything that you have in your stats and whatever, and then you just re set it up later and work your way to fighting whatever boss you still needed to beat. Or you can try and do these mini scenarios of a single boss or whatever, which still took us forever and we couldn't finish. Honestly, and it, was it sounds so hard. very D&D-ish. It is. Uh, it sounds and like that's it what I kept inspired by that. That's what I kept trying to think. Like I, I kept talking to Mike while we were playing, because he plays D&D too, and I was like, is this something, like, should there be a dungeon master for this game? And no, because it is very set. Everything is set. You're not really role-playing too much other than the decisions you make and you have to work together so like every turn you have to talk to each other and think like what is our best move here what is the best use of our stamina oh what so is it's a shared source shared resource no it's not shared resource but you do need to coordinate attacks because the enemy gets to attack all the time basically you are you are completely at a disadvantage at all times which and it's four players like max so I'm assuming <laughs> yes. four players would make things a bit different. I think four players would make it really easy, and we could get super into the weeds, which we're not going to do. But um, it was just me and Mike, two players. Two players alone was pretty difficult. Uh, it doesn't really scale, depending on the number of players, which is weird. I, that was one of the things that didn't make any sense. But it's a really cool thing. Don't want to talk about it anymore, <laughs> because the... The actual mechanics of it are super, super complex. It wasn't until this thing came out that I realized board games are expensive. They are expensive. They are expensive. They are expensive and they're fascinating. Oh, like, they're I've, fascinating. I've always wanted to play stuff like this. And 
this was like the first real opportunity I've had to like get into one that I was interested in. So I want to play more of it. There is, I want to throw this out real quick because you guys have probably never realized this is a thing. There is a digital game called Tabletop Simulator where you can basically just play any tabletop game in video game form because people can just upload scans of boards, cards, everything associated with a board game, a, and you can play it all digitally. It's a PC thing? <laughs> it's a PC thing. That's yeah. fun. It's really but, cool, um, but it, it, to me that ruins the whole idea. You have to do everything as if you're playing it. It's just through a screen. And that's fine. So like, you, But I'm just, yeah. to me, that ruins the idea. Like, if I want to play a I, board game, it's because I want to play a board game. I I sort of agree. I'm not super familiar with board games in general, though, so I can't really say. However, I do want to get this and play it because Mike tells me about Tabletop Simulator <laughs> all the time, and he plays other shit on it. And it would be a really easy way to do things over the internet versus in person if you can't do it in person. Yeah, if you can't that, do it like, in person, That is what's amazing. amazing. 100%. Yeah. And it also totally sucks for board game publishers because free people are just putting that yep. stuff out yeah. there and you just download it and it's not illegal because that's you're just scanning something in. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> it is it is really funny. Yeah. Um but the Dark Souls board game is super cool. I was very impressed. It so was, what, it was when really it, fun. Wonder when it comes out in stores. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I should have probably looked that up. By the way, you said super expensive, Josh. And I know it's Kickstarter only right now. How much would it be? It was over a hundred. It was over a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Um, and then that's not even including the expansions, which the expansions are based around bosses. So like, it comes with figures and stuff, like nice, uh, plastic figures of specific bosses. But from your the pawns series. are just the your your, bosses. your pawns are figures. The bosses are bigger. We were fighting the Belfry gargoyle. Nice. Um, all so of you it, just pick that in the beginning? You kind of just do. choose. Okay. Yeah, but like the whole campaign thing I think could be interesting. And then also there's this whole factor of board games that you can do whatever you want. Like I was I was talking to Mike today and he and he was like, I've been thinking about some house rules I want to establish because <laughs> we found flaws. You know, like as we were playing it, like dying from exhaustion? Like what? You you have You have a total bar of stamina and health and it shares it. So if you take too much damage and you expend too much stamina and your bar fills, you die. And whenever one player dies, you both have to wipe. It One player doesn't just stay alive. You have to go back to the beginning. Brutal. And if you use moves that fill up the entire bar using stamina, you have not taken any damage, but you fill your entire bar up of you expended stamina. The rules of the game are you, you die. And that is stupid. I, I think complete that, wipe. Yeah, because yeah. one player spends all of their stamina. That means the entire team dies. So that could happen on hour one or hour four. Yeah. Well, it thing. was it was really funny. Like learning the difficulty of the game, like the video game. We died in the first encounter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because just based on the card that we drew and the enemies that it spawned, we had no equipment. It was like starting Deprived. a brand new game of Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like starting deprived. I can't remember. Deprived. Um, it was it was really funny. We died within minutes of starting playing, which was hilarious. So, yeah, it's really cool though. I I really want to play it more. I want to see more stuff with it. The whole incorporating house rules could be cool. And as far as D and D works, you could you could try and make up a campaign. You you could make it. You could play it that way if you want to, which I think would be really cool. So, 
Yeah. I I, I actually sort of want to get it. Just to have it? Yeah. Would when, you open it or would you like cool No, I would open it. I would want to I want you to play it. I'll I play I think it. we I'll should play it. play it. Yeah. It's it's really cool. So, I didn't know it was co-op. Yeah, it's all co-op other mm-hmm. than however the invasion. Is that normal for board games? Some board games? Uh, a lot of them. Really? I mean, well, I mean, he kept saying like whenever you do co-op games like that D&D is co-op. Yeah, I know D&D is, but yeah, like, But there's other stuff like this. Yeah. I guess that's a something I know absolutely nothing about. I know nothing yeah. about it either. You know, like that, and this was a really cool experience. Just seeing how in depth it can get. It was really nice. It was good quality. Like the uh, thing I kept thinking about is if you have a three D printer, it would be so cool to three D print your own Dark Souls. Oh, I bet you that ends up happening. Yeah, that's totally gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I always I drive past comic shops all the time, either in this area or wherever. And like certain nights, I always see a bunch of people in there playing board games. Yeah, I'm like, I could be one of those people. (laughs) I should be one of those people. It's cool. I, I. I would love to actually get into it. I've always wanted to ever since um, my roommates in college. One of them was super into it, and we played a couple things. But, like, I've I've only met a handful of people that are really into that specific thing. Like, board games are crazy. Some of them are crazy. And this was one of the coolest things I've seen. I couldn't seen. tell you the last board game I played. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. Chess. <laughs> Last there you go, same here. Good call. I know chess is a board game, but it's not something I immediately think of. I know, right? Yeah. But it's... Yeah. it's It qualifies. Still probably the most difficult one. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So I cool. Launching off of that. I, yeah, I have a question, Nick. You said... Um, you said since your time is limited and said, like, a couple of things. Was there something else? Gwent. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, off of games. There you go, that works. I mean, Gwent is in open beta yes. now, and I really want to know what you think about okay, it. Okay, so, yeah, it's really weird. As I've told our listeners multiple times, I was, like, obsessed with Gwent. And it's been through a few rounds of changes, but it has never been, like, really overhauled, in my opinion. I mean, at, from from whenever they changed it, they made a standalone Gwent game as, as compared to, obviously, in just a regular Witcher game. It hasn't changed yeah. substantially. They've added things, they've made tweaks, they've... Made cards that were overkill, not as strong, that sort of thing. They added an entire new deck, which was Nilf Guardians, different things like that. But nothing really crazy. And all of a sudden, I was excited. I was like, oh, man, I forgot it's in open beta now. Maybe more people are playing. And On all consoles. Yes. And thank PC. You. And I looked, I actually, I normally never read the list. And I finally read the list of all the changes. And I was, like, blown away by some of the stuff. I mean, just the way that weather cards in and of themselves aren't just a, a basic thing anymore and leader cards you actually play them and put them down as opposed to them just being an ability and then they go away um i mean the leader uh, abilities are are different uh there are no more faction abilities like for example Nilfgaard was my favorite deck at the beginning of every hand you can uh just change one card that you drew and p- pick another one if you want like they just don't have that for any of the factions. By the way, they call that Mulligan now, which I thought was yeah. fun for a card game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's just the thing that I would say, Nick, is you probably will like it more because I think they made it a little bit more complex. They added armor to cards. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So I can appreciate what they're doing, but it's one of those things where like I was so used to it and I was good at it and I loved it and now they changed it substantially so i need more time with it i was gonna say i think i i feel like 
just because you got used to this version of the yeah. game that wasn't openly available, like that is going to happen to these kind and of And I games, need to be aware of that no matter <laughs> in what. the future. Yeah, you need to be aware of that because it is going to radically change forever going forward. Things are going to radically change. Things you might like using yep. will get nerfed probably. Yep. Uh, so that's just the nature of the game. And, and not even because it's a, I mean, it's still a beta, which is a point of a and beta. And it's still a beta, so they're still trying to figure it out. Even when it comes out of beta, stuff yeah. like that could sure. happen. It, could like, be it happens all the time. It could be totally different yeah. again when it actually launches. Yep. But the uh, the thing I, I haven't played it because I didn't really like it. I still don't like it. It didn't, it didn't really make much difference to me. And that was the biggest thing was whenever I played one game today, I read through all the list of changes. I was like, oh yeah, that's different, whatever. It didn't change the flow of the game at all. No, it didn't change that. I agree. And I think that's the biggest point of Gwent, is that it has a specific flow. It's all about the number of cards you have and how you use them within a set three rounds. The the one thing I will say, Nick, at least, is especially with the Nilfgaard deck that I always used, if you have tricks up your sleeve, you can almost bait people into a round where you have fewer cards than they do and still win just because you have a really good strategy mapped out. And you could definitely never do that in the dumb one in regular Witcher. You know, so it's it's still not all about quantity. It is, but it is Well, isn't. you couldn't bait AI. Yeah, period. You're right. That that's the problem. That that's where this is totally different no matter what because you're playing against other people. Yeah, totally true. So, so like, in my one game today, I, I the, the faction leaders not being a thing you activate versus being a card you actually play, I don't think really matters. What, what's, I, I don't, what's the, like, what's, is, it's still just doing an it's, action. It's the same. Right? It, well, they have points I mean, now. Like, you put them on like, the board. You didn't used to do Yeah, so, so you actually play them. They still have their special faction ability or whatever, but you have to actually place them on the board. That said, that doesn't really change anything to me other than it's extra points. You're still just activating it once per game. You're just putting them on the board, and you. St- I mean, I, it didn't really seem I, that different. I, just, I to wish me. I could talk to somebody who has played it more in depth. God, I wish a listener <laughs> would also play this, but I don't. We haven't heard from anybody. I don't know if anybody. No, wants it. No. I don't know anybody. Even even it. people even people that like Gwent, Josh or uh, Did, Mike from work. Yeah. Do, don't play yeah. it. Like, they didn't get into so, this at I, all. I just wish I could talk to anybody, because I don't know a single person who plays it. But I do need to spend some more time with it and give it a chance with the yeah. new rules, because maybe it's better. You know? I mean, that, that, I, I think that's my ultimate point, is that I am aware of it. I know how it works. I just didn't play it that much. But coming into it again, it just didn't seem that different at mm-hmm. all. Like, they made minor tweaks. I'm used to that from Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I'm used to that from Duelist. Like that's that that happens. Yep. Uh, that that's just how it works. And it's the nature of this type of game. And the whole the whole weather thing didn't really seem any different to me, other than now there are cards that can be resilient to it, which I think is interesting. There 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 that, were actually. Oh okay. So so it's not just it's not just a blanket. This entire row gets affected. Sometimes a certain card yeah. might not. Get Especially totally like a lot of. Um, and enemies with the monsters deck are resistant to frost, you know, for example. Yeah. Uh, but what I yeah. one of the changes in this round of changes is that it said a lot of cards is resilient status was revoked. So yeah, I, I don't think as yeah. many cards are now, which is fine. Like that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll play it. More. You can all 
everybody can play it now that it is PS4, Xbox, PC. Uh, I If you play the open beta, you get Witcher 2 for free. That was closed. Oh, that's done now. That was announced after the fact. So if you had plays, played the closed beta, oh, it's closed beta only. you can get a free copy of Witcher 2. Huh. Uh, and, yeah, well. and it was free ages ago anyway. And plus I played on, it. On Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. If you if you missed it on PC, it's a good cool. thing. But And if you missed it when it was free, it's a good thing on Xbox. Yeah. But um, I really wish they would put that on PS4 for people, but it's probably too late now. Microsoft probably has some deal with yeah. that. But uh, Why did I think it was? What? Gwent. Why do you think it was what? PS4. Well, the Gwent is on PS4. Oh, you're talking Witcher, Witcher, 2. Witcher 2 is okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I still will not play that game. <laughs> I, I was actually hoping the open beta would introduce the story stuff because that's I'm, what I'm, I'm still, still interested, interested in. in. Like that's that's is. what I want to see is how it works that way, not necessarily the adversarial stuff. But yeah, it'll be something that I bet comes and goes when it comes out. Like it'll have its own little diehard group. Oh, I'm sure. But then that's yeah. It. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I I expect that game to be okay. I I kept thinking also today. Is that a game that's going to be, uh, like high level? No, e-sport? I don't think so. I don't I think was thinking so that too, but I really doubt it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Like it'll probably have it just by nature of what it is. Like there will be a super super like a side table niche sort of thing. thing. Yeah, but like it's not going to be on the level of Hearthstone no, no. ever. And even even Duelist, I think, is floundering. Like I, I think it, it has competitive stuff that people do it's, for money, but it's it's not. I think happening. it's I think it's because of the strong arm that Hearthstone has. Dis- on it. That's disappointing too. Like it, you can like Hearthstone <laughs> as much as you want, but like the fact the fact that it has a hold over things like that that's but yeah no i agree but that just means you know something better needs to come along and the fact of the but matter is Har- attention hearthstone is just what everyone goes to duelist when they come to card games duelist i like dark i like came along. a whole lot yeah <laughs> it, it already came along and yeah. like nobody seems to care which sucks yeah it's i don't know and they missed that's supposed that was supposed to come to mobile like months ago and oh really yeah and it didn't so that's unfortunate. when's the last time you played I haven't played in a while. They, they've had a couple expansions. I bought some, too, like the last one. But, yeah. Yeah, I fell out of it a little bit. Just time. Nature of time. Yeah. 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 I still play Hearthstone all the time. <laughs> I'd love to find a way to see if, like, my hour count in it. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe if I log Ooh, into Battle.net, I could do that. Battle.net might track that somewhere. Yeah. Doesn't Overwatch? Overwatch tracks it in-game. In the game. In-game, yeah. Yeah. In- mobile hearthstone doesn't so hopefully i don't know maybe logging the battle net it will yeah i'd be really interested yeah i'm curious how much you've played that because what been two out two years two years or Holy three might hell. be three now i think it's three since it you and i were crazy playing it in beta uh it it absolutely has been three because I, I remember play, i was playing it in my apartment and i remember oh, and we would play it that was when you and i played the most yeah and i remember sitting at work and be like oh what's this hearthstone game that blizzard mm. just announced yeah interesting i'll probably never play it yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah, that has been around for a long time. Digital yeah. card games at work. Good days. <laughs> God, I remember going in the bathroom and doing doing wars. So, moving on from that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, those were dark ages. Um, my last thing. We, we I have company in town, so we're heading out for dinner soon. But I do have one very cheery piece of news. Um, I got a Switch. Finally. Yeah, I didn't know that. Josh told that, me. <laughs> that is why um, I was late getting on is because we, we were already in North Georgia again, 
And I was and I thought to myself, hey, wait a minute. We're in rural North Georgia. Nobody yeah. plays video games. That's a dumb assumption. But <laughs> I just figured what what a yeah, sweeping. Yeah, I was like, there is, yeah. there's definitely a better chance that, you know, there'll be one out here, not like in populated metro Atlanta. Right. And uh sure enough, I, I have to give a shout out to a guy who will never hear this, uh Christian at Best Buy. Good guy, retail employee, salt of the earth, just so friendly. And I walked in, I was like, I already know the answer to this. I was like, Do you have any switches? He just like looked at me. <laughs> I was like, Okay, well he didn't even say anything. I was like, All right, this is already better than I was expecting. <laughs> he says, Give me a second and let me let me check for you. So he checked, nice. yada yada. He came back and he said, Good news and bad news. No, we don't have it in the store. But he said there's one in Cumming, Georgia, which is thirty minutes from that store I was in. Oh wow. And he's like I'm going to call and get them to hold, or he's like, we we can process the transaction over the phone right now, and then you can just go pick it up. It, like, you know, we're basically taking your money hostage so that we know that you're going to go pick it up. I was going to say, nobody would do that in the first place, yeah, though. That sounds way above was he, and beyond. That's, that's what he did. He went above and beyond, and I love him for it. And what's funny, wow. he was on the phone for like 15 minutes, because just calling Best Buy is weird. You can't really call stores anymore. They have call centers now. And they mm-hmm. can't even call each other. Like it's it's so ridiculous. And he he finally oh, I didn't know he, that. That's yeah. Weird. He finally was able to get a hold, and um, and we didn't do the transaction thing. He was like, "Here, this is the guy, the GM's name. He's pretty new there. He's like, go there. They are holding it. And sure enough, I got there and I got a switch in four games. That's exciting. Yeah, so I got Zelda, one two switch, Mario Kart, and Embar got Just Dance. <laughs> so there is a dancing. Game. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even realize there was a Just yeah. Dance. I, I guess wow, there's. I should yeah. Dance, so everybody's happy, dude. So tonight we have to play Mario. Kart. Yes, after we eat, we're going to be on the Switch tonight. Very excited. Sweet. So anyhow, when do you, when do you think you'll start Zelda? Um, I'm not even going to open it until I do. So because we'll I didn't tell you guys this, something I was planning on doing, and I don't know, this might be fruitless. I kind of wanted to play Twilight Princess. Nah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why. I it's, really want to play it. It's unfortunately skippable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's that's something I don't like admitting. Yeah. But after re after replaying a good bit of it recently, I don't think it's worth playing. Uh, but if you're gonna play it, play it before Breath of the Wild. It, that's that's <laughs> because, the problem. Yeah, like it'll be awful after that. So, listeners, yes, if anybody wants to give me some input. Um, shoot us an email and let me know if it sucks or if I or if it's worth it for a purist. It's just it's just tedious. Yeah, that that's the pro. It's very tedious. Okay, so that's fair. Yeah, but how's arms? <laughs> yeah, speaking of switch, while we're on that, I, I don't know. Do you have to jump out? I'll, Alex, I'll, just I'll hear on arms. They close at ten. I'm okay. Good. <laughs> uh, on on switch. Uh, the arms test punch is this weekend. Is that what they're calling it? That's what it's called, test punch, which is funny. Cause I think it's hilarious because uh, <laughs> the Splatoon one was called test fire. It's another one of these very targeted um, server load tests, which I think is actually like really smart on Nintendo's part. Like, try and see that they can handle people actually being on because they're so inept at online. So, oh God. anyway, ARMS is playable this weekend um, at specific times. I've played it twice. I played it early this morning uh, with standard controls. It is weird. It, it is a very strange game. Uh, it's not just one-on-one. Oh, it's not? No. Uh, it can potentially be teams. It could be a free-for-all, which was 
super crazy, actually. It could be up to four people, free-for-all. Uh, the way... I don't even really... Like, there's not much really going on in the game other than you are with your spindly, springy arms. Is it first-person or side-scroll? It's third-person. Third-person. Wait, you really didn't know... Do you know anything about this game? Yeah, a little bit. Apparently not. A little bit, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. a pretty it's, big thing. It's, it's third person in 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 a arena like a boxing ring, and it's you have your big long arms that you shoot out, and you can once you initiate you shooting them out, you can control the angle of them yeah. with the analog stick, and you can do that for both arms, and you do them individually. I didn't really like how it felt. Uh, it it you feel very slow, you feel tanky, you can jump and dodge and slide and stuff, but. I just never felt like I had really good control, and that's because I didn't play a lot of it, and I didn't get, give it a lot of time. Like, it probably has this learning curve or whatever. You play with the Joy-Con separated? No. No, I was I was playing in handheld mode. Okay. Like, just standard standard controls. Um, And, and that way was fine. It was like a... It, it didn't have anything special, I guess. It didn't feel any special. Um, I did not do very well. It was pretty difficult. I think I won a couple matches... But I actually really liked how it did the multiplayer. There, there's a mode called Party Mode where it just syncs up eight people and then you it shows you the lobby and it'll just randomly pair you with people. And it'll show, like, these people are fighting right now, but you're going to fight this person. And then it throws you it's in like the game with that person. It's people it's jumping in the of, room. Yeah, and, I like it. And it's actually sort of how Mario One Kart... One fight at a time in Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just violated the first rule, by the way. My bad. Right. There, and there's multiple battles happening at one time in ARMS. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Mario Kart 8, though, because whenever you play Mario Kart 8 online, it kind of just throws you into a lobby, and then everybody just picks what the map is, or random, and then you can drop in and out, and it's not... It doesn't matter. It's is more, there a single-player mode in it? In ARMS? Yeah. I'm assuming there will be. I'm sure there will be some, like, ladder match, like a fighting Mortal game. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this was just straight-up multiplayer to test the servers. But that, that whole party mode was kind of cool because that's where I'm talking about. Occasionally it would be one-on-one, then maybe if there were four people available, it would do a team game where it's two-on-two. I had one where it was three people, and for whatever reason, me and another person just happened to start attacking the other person, and we teamed up on them, and it was totally unfair. And I don't know why you would ever want to play that. Like, that sucks, because you kind of just get thrown into that. I'm trying to think. It, the, it looks good. Like, I think, I actually think the character designs are good. Like, it's surprisingly Nintendo, you know, and it's a new thing for Nintendo, just like Splatoon was, where Splatoon looks stupid. Like, whenever they first announced that, I was like, this looks dumb as hell. I think everyone was very weird. And why is anybody going to play this? It's a, why are they doing a shooter? What are the ink and squid people and whatever? And Splatoon is awesome, and it had a really good like art style and it was very charming and like arms also sort of has that i was surprised at how much i liked them they're all unique the, there's like i saw what some of them look like eight, it was they were very unique that's a fair ve- way very weird yeah. very very something you'd never think yeah. of like very like it's it's cool to see nintendo doing new things again you know mm-hmm. like splatoon was the first one in a long time arms is now another one wonderful to pick up like splatoon did Maybe, I mean, with how limited the games are on Switch, yeah. there could be a plenty of people looking to get it. And I've had I've heard pretty good 
positive reception about this whole thing. I don't think I'm sold on it, uh, but that's because I wouldn't really just want to play that game online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't that compelling to me. Maybe playing together in a room might be more fun, but it has motion. It has an option to play with motion yeah. controls. I did the second game that I played later in the another time slot. I separated the Joy-Cons. I'm holding one in each hand. You move them forward to punch. It felt like fucking shit. You could, like, you could I don't strap, know. Some, strap some weights to your arms and get a workout in. Sure. You didn't have to move them very hard to punch. Mm-hmm. Uh. The, the problem was moving. I did not understand how to move. The way you're supposed to hold the controller is very strange. You put your thumbs on the triggers, and you kind of hold the controllers away from your hands. Like, I, it's very hard to explain. Um, but just think how you're putting your thumbs on the triggers. Like, you're turning it 90 degrees how you would normally hold the Joy-Con, I guess. It just felt like shit. It, it did not feel good. I probably should have spent more time with it, but I don't want to. When's it come out? I don't this year probably. Yeah. I don't know when. So I can check but, this out though. Uh the last time you'll be able to play is tomorrow at some random time. You'll have okay, to look it up. I'll check it out. Okay, last question yeah. before I leave. Uh when's Metroid coming out? Never. Okay. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. You what are, what are your thoughts? We didn't mention that whole uh, Mario Rabbits game. Oh, I don't care. No. No. Not I, something you I might think be... it might play. <laughs> no, fuck no. I think it's stupid just in general. Like, to cross those brands over. Like, why? You know? But, whatever. I don't know. They're probably going... I, were those games successful on the Wii? The like, Rabbit I game? remember... I, know. I don't know anything about the Rabbit games. I don't either. I never played them. I just remember seeing them at GameStop I couldn't even tell you what the Rabbit games were. They're, they're, they're like an off-nothing side character from Rayman. No, no, no like the, what the games were. Were they oh, mini-games or something? I think they were mini-games. I don't really know. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't care about that. <laughs> that. Yeah, that wasn't even an official announcement. That was just some leak image of of Mario with guns and rabbits dressed as Mario characters. And yeah, I, I blah, whatever. Just blah. Yeah, I, right. I have no interest in that game. But it's a it's a Switch game, and Switch needs games. <laughs> eh, I I use my Switch much more often than I thought I would yeah. without just playing Zelda. Can you get Netflix on it right now? No. You know what I learned today, though? What did you? You can. You learn? It does have um, Facebook and Twitter integration for like screenshot stuff. I did just assumed it How didn't easy, have that. Or screenshots, real basic. Yeah, you just I, press the button. Like I said, it has the best screenshot button of anything other than PC. What it's is immediate. It? You, just, you just it's a button and it's immediate. It takes exactly what the, the screenshot. I'm take it takes it right now. There's no PS4 delay. Is immediate. No, it isn't. You have to. There is a delay on PS4. Positive? I am positive there is a delay. Okay, because I just took a bunch of snapshots for the search, like during executions and stuff. Yeah, it's, and it seemed pretty. It's close. Spot on. It's close. It's not as instant as I'd okay. like it to be. All right. So yeah, write them a letter. No, I don't care. I've complained about it enough. It's better than Xboxes. Oh, Xbox the, is just the bad. best thing about Xboxes is it pauses, so you can take a screenshot did, of exactly what you want. Did you change your um your uh your screenshot? layout for ps4 yeah i did remember you did do we that t- you you figured that out after i complained yeah, about okay. it yeah so you are on the one button push. Mm-hmm. okay yeah because that's what you that's, you got to do that the other way just doesn't make any sense to me when's the last time i used my ps4 for anything when's the last time you used your xbox for anything i turned it on today because i need to get some i need to get some footage of lords of the fallen i think i'm gonna review lords of the fallen. i think i'm gonna review the surge uh, like a video review 
So what, So you're just going to compare Lords of the Fallen? To no, I just need a little bit of something from that game. So I turned it on today to reinstall that game. It needed an update. Is the it, the it, Xbox needed an update, and I forgot. I did that probably nine hours ago. So it's still I, on. I just remembered right okay. now that my Xbox is on. That's <laughs> what, whatever. It's Xbox. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to trade my Xbox in. No, you aren't. No, I'm kidding. Let's talk about the surge because we will wrap this up with the surge. Okay, tell me about the surge. I'm almost done. I'm definitely near the end. I think I'm just right behind you. Yeah, you are, and you seem to have had no issue. I've had no problem with him. Yeah, there were a couple times I get frustrated just just because of me wanting to run through an area, which is my own fault. But Mm -hmm. from like, it's not too hard to do that. There were a couple spots I was having some issues with. I think when the security came out, there were certain areas that were pissing me off yeah. in, in late game. But other than that, I haven't had many problems with this game. No, you haven't. Which is weird because I've heard a lot of people say some parts are more difficult than things in Souls. I think it's tough. I, th- I think the fact of how much damage things do to you is really intense. Don't get me wrong. I think it's tough. I'm just not... I haven't gotten super, super frustrated at any specific instance yet. Let's be clear. I haven't either. Okay. That that has nothing to do with it. I think it's the fact of how often I die is what I'm gauging that on. It's not it's not me being mad or mm-hmm. upset about it. It's just I I die a lot in that game. Like, I die a fair amount. And and that goes without saying for souls in general, but it just seems like uh I think it controls pretty good. I think the body targeting again like we said last week is really interesting. But it does have problems, in my opinion, with animation times, getting stuck in an animation. There are certain weapons that force you to do a two-hit combo. You cannot cancel it. Hmm. And that that sucks. You should never be forced into something like that with these games. You should always be able to get out of it if you don't want to do it. So that is a big issue with the heavy weapons, I think, which you're not using. I don't use the heavy weapons. Yeah, so... They're, they're, that's mostly what I've played with, and I've really enjoyed it. I think the heavy weapons are actually awesome in this game. They're brutal. They're super, they're they so do brutal. so much damage, and they're super brutal. And they're fun. I think it, I think the heavy stuff is fun, especially later on, because that's all you're fighting are heavy enemies. Mm-hmm. And Maybe second playthrough, I'll start with some Goliath armor. See how that goes. Yeah, I think it's fun. I Like, you, you have been playing fast stuff for the most part. I switched to medium, which is still, armor. still pretty fast. Yeah. And that's what I'm wearing right now, too. Okay. Because it's the best armor in the game. It which, seems like it. Which, uh, I, again, another problem with this game is you don't really have any incentive to experiment with armor too much um, unless you want to go light and just be really fast, but there's no benefit to that in my eyes. I can dodge things just as fine Stamina with recharge. Stuff. You, did you get the implant that recharges your stamina incredibly fast? I might not have. Okay, I got. There's one I have that huh. is it's instant. Really? Yeah. Well, I know the the armor does that too. Oh, maybe it's the armor. The security oh, it's armor. The armor. Yeah. It's not the implant. Okay. Yeah. So even even though I'm using heavy weapons and stuff and taking big swings with a lot of stamina, that bonus from that armor completely negates it. It's not even a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's. It just kind of sucks that like there's no reason to use anything else. I've switched a couple times, like since it, getting the security armor. I switched once since getting the security armor for uh, to walk through some toxic stuff because another set of armor negates th- taking damage. When was that. that ever a problem in the first place? There was a, a area to go get a secret weapon down in some sewers. 
that was only covered oh yeah by i know i area. i did that at the very beginning of the game that oh I, you did i just died i went i went to get the item and just i was like i'm gonna die it's oh, okay. okay yeah i from when i switched from operator to sentinel class so from from light to medium i could totally tell the difference with stamina like your yeah, your swing your swings take more take more stamina. I'm never away. see that's the thing with this game. I'm never really looking at my stamina. Like I I feel I like that that's a huge factor of Souls gameplay and I run out of it, but I'm so used to my attack animations even with multiple weapons now that like I don't worry about I it. Run it's out not all the time. it's not a concern. There are numerous times where I'll hit an attack button and nothing will happen cuz I've run out. Yeah, I, that hasn't ever... It, it's always been being stuck in an, in an animation versus being able to do something for me. Hmm. Yeah. I found a really cool... Uh, I don't know what to call it, but a, a combination of implants. That, you know, there, there's an implant that... I like how the implants are set up, first of all. How there are injectables, hot swap, and ones that are hardwired. I wish it all wasn't tied to core power. That's the that's the whole mechanic. Though. I know. I don't that's, like that's, it. That's just the mechanic. I, I just don't like it. Um, I don't like how everything is based around core power. It's too limiting. Anyway, there's an injectable for giving you like a full energy boost, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's an injectable for using energy to restore your health. Mm -hmm. Those two together, you could just have unlimited amounts of health regeneration. Yeah. That's probably why you're not having a problem. I, I never really... I, I started using that getting health from stamina thing... Getting health towards, from stamina? Or from energy, oh, okay. sorry. I started using that one at the end of the game, and now is when I started using I got I found a purple one uh, recently, which it's, it's never felt like those recharge enough health. Even the purple one doesn't really. Well, I never used it. I tried using those in, like, mid-game, but it was too hard to kind of toggle that and the immediate health regens and, like, keep track of where your energy's at. So now I just well, use it. Well, it sounds like that would be the same problem if well, you're I use doing... it. I use it in between battles, like when nothing's happening. Oh. I can just use oh, it. Oh, well, see, I would never have that equipped because the problem is the heat of the battle for me. It's, well, it's I, not yeah. in between. I don't ever worry I about leave, I leave my immediate injections of health open during battle. And mm -hmm. when I'm done with the fight, I just switch and... Yeah, it seems like a waste of a slot to me. <laughs> uh, it's, I, it's super useful. <laughs> I, get, so I guess it saves healing after the fact and you aren't wasting anything. And you don't it. run out. Yeah. Uh, where are you right now? I just beat the fourth boss. Okay. And I went back to the ops, so I don't know where to go now. So I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, that is okay. where I really want to know if you just figure it out. Because I had to look that up. Never would have crossed my mind. Really? Where you no. Nope. Like, and it's right there in your face. But I've got lost in this game so many fucking times. And, like, that... This one was like, I'm not even wasting any time at all. I couldn't find it within 10 minutes after beating that hmm. boss, and I just looked it up. And when I looked it up, I was like, I don't know that I would have ever found this. I probably would have ran around aimlessly huh. for no reason, which that sucks. I'll head back to where the fourth boss was first to look around that area, because I didn't explore much. But I don't think it's a big area. It's not. But I'll go look around there, and then I'll I'll venture yeah. off the path and see where see where it takes me yeah after that after you get the next step of where to go i mean the last area i believe is the executive offices stuff, which is which what is, everything's been kind of leading up which to. which is cool and yeah. it yeah that's where it leads up to and that's where i am right now i think i'm basically through all of that i have opened up i think every shortcut that is possible so i I'm, i really love the level layouts yeah they're good I, my biggest problem was the fourth area which ended up being very heavily dependent on those service tunnels, which that was stupid. 
Oh. Th- those were the things that were smart to make shortcuts everywhere. Because, yeah, this huge facility, of course, there's going to be service tunnels hidden around everywhere. That was a really good idea for shortcuts. And then in the fourth area, they are they are like 75% of that fourth level. That that area wasn't all too big to begin with. No, was it wasn't, it? but you're okay. in those all the you're time. You're in those quite a bit. Yeah. That sucked. But there were still enough Man, of, not, of the areas that not really. connect. I don't know. Not really. You're like, you're not in that area for very long in the first place. You're not. You're, you essentially go You're find... spending a lot of time running in between all of those service areas, which... Yeah. And then you start fighting Terminators. Yeah. Which, they're <laughs> bullshit. Did I, you encounter the bug of not getting scrapped from them? I haven't been... I don't watch. I haven't watched. How do you not notice that? I just don't watch. Like, you'd have to be watching the corner of the screen for you to get scrapped. It's... I just I don't right pay there. I don't pay attention. I think the couple of times I did look, it looked like I got scrap. Yeah, it it was so random. The these enemies that we're talking about, you knock them down once and then they get back up every single time. Spoilers. It's different. It I like how it is different on how you take them out. Though. Yes, that That's was really cool. cool. I thought that was sweet, and I actually thought it was really cool that the one one of the things I don't I can't even I can only equate it to Bloodborne maybe is that once you hit that fourth area in the surge, after a certain point in the story progression, it changes the whole game. I haven't hit that yet, right? No, you did. Okay. The security. Oh, yes. Coming yes. out, and there, and it changes enemy locations and enemy levels and all that stuff. And the term, I was hoping the Terminator thing would go further than it did. They're only in that, that area. area. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I actually expected them to be running rampant everywhere. Well, in that, yeah, in that area, I like how once the security does come out, there are, like, half-dead ones. Yeah, and, they they just, and they'll, like, drop out of the ceiling yeah. and stuff sometimes. Yeah, It's I, super terminator That was really cool. Like, the ones with no legs will be crawling after yeah. you. And yeah. like The search does a lot of really cool things. It does a lot of really cool things. It definitely is a cool game. Like, I just have... I have issues with it because it's impossible to not compare it to Souls, which still does all of this better. I think. Except for limb targeting, because it doesn't exist. Yeah, but even the limb... Executions. So so the whole limb targeting thing towards the end of the game is now just, I need to farm this material. Mm -hmm. I'm going to target this limb. You know, like, it's... It's not... The the strategic level of it kind of goes away after a point. Like, it's either unarmored, I'm going to take this enemy out quick, or I need this thing, so I'm going to take out this piece. But I think it... What I like about that, though, when it comes to souls is... For me, at least, in the Souls games, you really are just wailing on enemies. It's, right. It doesn't seem like there's ever much strategy. You just learn. There is, though, because they're different. There's a significant amount of enemy variety in Souls. Yeah, but, but in the end, each of those enemies, different. you just need to learn their pattern. That's it. Right. Well, there's no pattern to learn with these because they're, like, all the same. That, in Surge. Yes. But, I, but what, I do, what I like and wanted to get to is, you know, you have, you could go well on something, right? And yeah. take it out. Yeah. Of an unarmored part, you're going to do more damage, and you're doing armored parts. So there's the first thing you get to contemplate. Do you want to attack an, an armored part? Yeah, of the right. Body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, like you said, do you want that specific piece of armor? Mm-hmm. Like the, even those two things alone are more to think about than just welling on an enemy. Like they're more to think about at the initial stage, strategically fighting the enemy is the same and basically then, every and there, time. Then there have been numerous times where to be able to perform an execution, you have to get them down to a certain amount of health. But yeah. also have a certain amount of energy at the same time. Yeah, but I'm never worrying about that. That's not something I'm ever like, oh, I don't have enough energy to do this. It's just, oh, well, I'll fight the next well, enemy. See, whenever I was trying to get all the security armor, I was worrying about that. 
but it then it becomes so so common like we were we were both trying to figure that out for a while in the earlier parts we thought you needed the security armor to do something special and then the security enemies are everywhere by the way have you figured that out yet oh yep okay yep <laughs> I, I guess i'm i'm gonna you, be there soon. it's it's a it's a critical path thing you have to get it so huh yeah that's the that's where you're at right now. Wait, I think I know where it is. I think I went there. Really? It's the first security door you come across with a two guards. Or is oh, that Oh, no, no, no. Is that where That's you, how you got That's, up, how, you got that's how you got to where you are. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm talking about opening security doors is a critical path thing that you have to find right now. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I it's like, I like playing it enough, so. No, it's whatever. I have a lot of time in that game. I have 30 some hours in that game. Wow. I don't know how many hours I, sp- I spent so much time grinding for the purpose of forcing experimentation that the problem like natural playthrough of that game you do not get enough tech scrap you do not get enough core power to really really spend time upgrading or playing with things or whatever i still haven't found a rig and i know you have by now oh wow you missed that shit yeah where is it it's back in the fourth area so, so this is where I'm wondering if you're going to find the critical path because it's sort of the same thing. It's sort of it's the in same. the fourth area. The fourth area being where the uh, terminators are mm-hmm. and where you fight that mini boss that wasn't really a boss. Yeah, it's in that general area. Like it's you have to find. It's literally sitting out. How'd I miss that? Yeah, I know, right? Like wow, I missed a bunch of things that Josh missed too, which I don't really understand because I spent way more time running around and I'd still miss things. So. It's cool it has these secrets, mm-hmm. like a Souls game. Uh, the New Game Plus thing is a little lost on me. The interest has waned, because I know exactly what those higher core power things are. Did you know... What what core power are you at? Oh, shit. I Maybe 50? Yeah. You probably haven't opened any of them yet. The, you remember coming across the ones that are like... Like 75 75 and Are and they whatever. comic books? No, they're just... They're just rare materials. Okay. Yeah. To, so to f- for your like your final upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. That, and did that's... you find the fifth smelting machine? No, I didn't. I didn't even go get the other two because I don't care. I did those two. I did the third. Where's the fourth? I did the two. There's two together. Yes, there's I did one those. by itself in the second area. In the second area. And then there's one at the first. I and I have the, no idea where the fifth is. I did the first one. I did the pair. And I, I gotta find that second area one. Did you? So do you have to have all of those coins to? There's five. You have yes. to have all five. all five. What does it get you? A special set of armor. I don't know what it does or how yeah. it, what it is. Yeah, but... see, I am a little curious about that. Yeah, because honestly, those smelting machines are But see, easy. there's no reason to get it at this point. There's only one boss left. And I was way high on New Game Plus mm-hmm. until I learned what that extra core power is for. And it's just for better materials. So, like, I don't know. I might, I might mess around with New Game Plus, but probably not at this point, which is disappointing. I, I think that game is seriously lacking in content, which sucks. Like, it's it's cool that it's focused, mm-hmm. but I wish there was more. Like, that was... I, mean, again, that's, I guess that's both a good and bad thing. Because mm-hmm. obviously, the bad thing, obviously, being there's not enough. But the good thing being and, that and they you, even, you want more. You want to see they more. Came out and said, more. Yeah, they came out and said they'll be at E3, and there's maybe they're going to do DLC for this game. You'd assume. Yeah, would be, like, what, what else, else, what else what would else they do? Yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. It's really cool. It is my favorite Souls game. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. Sorry. I don't know. Um, Dark Souls 3 is leaps and bounds a better game. Like, oh my god. 
<laughs> it's more arcadey to me, and I like it. I don't know. See, it's not though. I don't think it is at I all. I don't. I can't explain it. I'm not going to try to. Okay. I like it more. I like that you just bank your scrap, or like you just you just use your scrap to upgrade your core power. That's it. You don't have to worry about it's all too, the different. It's too simplified. Of, yeah, that's my see, biggest I, problem. I, I like that because it's still not like unbelievably simplified. It is though. It is very simple. That is a very simple I, game. I, yeah. That that like the whole the whole core power determining what armor you can equip and what items you use is ridiculous. Like I get that it, I get that it makes sense in terms of you have this rig incorporated into your body, and it's be it it requires some sort of power. But ah man, the implants like taking up core power and being only able to heal based on that it sucks. I, it's just it's just too limiting. Like I feel I feel like I'm pigeonholed, not for sake of difficulty, but f- just arbitrarily. It seems you know, like I don't know. What? <laughs> Nothing. No. What? Say. What do you have to say? Just, I mean, I feel like a lot of things in Souls were arbitrary as well. Like what? And also the whole. Did you not play almost all of Souls with that Uchi Katana? Uh yeah, the the third one I did. Yeah, but you were saying like with with the surge, you never really experimented. I messed thing. around with a ton of other weapons in okay. three. I just mostly played with that. I mean, you could do the same thing in the surge though, with armor and with weapons. And I don't think you can. You can with weapons. It's easier to with weapons because they have no requirements, which is super simplified. Mm-hmm. There's no requirements to anything. You can just use anything at any time. It's based on your proficiency scaling. Which, there is no reason to use anything with low proficiency scaling. So there are, like, uh, I don't know, 15 weapons I have that absolutely are never worth using because they have very low or low scaling. So why would you ever, ever mess with them? I think it's because those ones uh, recharge your energy faster. If you pay attention to the energy percentage. Nah, I don't see that stuff doesn't matter. Like all of that stuff. You, see, you I can pay get, attention to You all can of get that. granular in this game for no reason. It doesn't matter. I'm playing with the heaviest shit, with the most stamina consuming <laughs> shit, and I am destroying things. It has nothing. It doesn't impact me at all. I'm never watching it. I think it just comes down to that I really enjoy playing this game. Well, I think it's fun to play. Sure. But. So all the stuff surrounding the actual gameplay. You, I, I don't I like. I'm critical of it because it could be better. That's that's why. But see, I think that's a good thing because that's kind of you saying you want it to be better because you you see th- wanting things to be better isn't a positive of a game. It can't, well, I, I you can kind of view it as one as opposed to just writing a game off. Like you could have played this and been like, all right, it is what it is, and it, screw it, whatever. But you wanting it to be better because there's already something there that you like. So come maybe their next game. All of, okay. all of this stuff. That's a good. Be. Sure, because Lords of the Fallen had the general idea, but everything around it was bad, mm-hmm. and then they got better with the surge. Yeah. They're they're slowly learning. Not every game can be like a From Software game where they immediately just give you demon souls and it's it's everything. I mean, they've had plenty of time to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I know comparing things is impossible not to do, but the bosses suck. Yeah. The bosses suck. I, I think the most interesting one, and the only one that made sense for how you have to work through pieces of it, was the third one. Where oh, you had the to, giant... Where you had to break off pieces of it and progress towards its core. Yeah, that was cool. That made sense. Mm-hmm. 
You don't think the uh, security chief made sense? Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck reusing. Holy shit. So the fourth boss in the surge, uh, reuses the first boss. Yep. As many times as it takes for you to take out take out a human size enemy. So if you take too long, it'll just continually spawn this first boss. That was a fucking awful decision. Awful. Just awful. I agree. It wasn't it wasn't a good idea. I was so, so mad. Like, when I took out the first one, I was like, okay, they can't seriously do this again. And when he came out, he was stronger, and I was like, alright, this is it. I'm just fighting this guy. And then he summoned another one. And I wanted to fucking explode. Because I was just like, it's just a waste of time. You're not respecting my time. And that's stupid. I skipped all of that. How? I told you, there's a secret way to beat them where they don't respawn. Oh, well, but, so you know what I did? Hmm. Just wailed on the security guy. Yeah. If if you take him out fast enough, then it doesn't matter. But, that shouldn't be the case. It, I understand, okay, here's a trick, it's gonna summon this first boss, do it one fucking time, and then just fight the other guy, because he was more interesting to fight. Like, they, they shot themselves in the foot with this... New per new enemy type to fight. There have been other bosses in other games that have done that though, and I think it's just an annoying. Dark idea. Souls has a ton of fucking terrible bosses. Yeah, I, like it has a lot of really bad ones. But with how limited they are in this one, and none of them are good, that just continues to be a problem throughout the entire game. Like fuck. Do you like the surge? I like the surge. <laughs> I think it's worth playing. Would you for, recommend the surge? I would recommend the surge. It's, for for it's Souls fans and non Souls fans, I think Souls fans are going to see a lot of issues with it, but I am enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. Not. I would not recommend it for anybody who's never played a Dark Souls game. That yeah yeah that would be tough to. No, I I would never expect somebody to come into this game and be like, oh yeah, I like it better than Dark Souls. Like you're weird. But I, I'll take it. That's you fine. at least Whatever. finished three, and you've played all of the other ones to some extent. But like coming in cold to this is a bad idea. Unless maybe you played Lords of the Fallen for some reason. No, that's still not a good. That's you don't not think a good so? primer. It still kind of gives no, you a general gist of what to expect. Not really, because Lords of the Fallen wasn't hard. Like it. I, I had more difficulty with Lords of the Fallen than I had with the Surge. Yeah, I didn't think it was hard. I didn't think it was that hard. Like, I died plenty of times, but... Oh, man, there was one boss in Lords of the Fallen where you drop down into, like, a... What's stupid is that game had okay bosses. Lords like, of the Fallen? Yeah, they were... There like... were a lot, too, I think. There were a decent no, there amount. were only, like, five or six. Really? Yeah. I'm completely forgetting that. But there was the one where you dropped into some cells, and there were, like, two big dogs you had to fight or something. There was an ice one and a fire one. They yeah, might have like, dogs. they were tough. That, was, that tough. was hard as hell. And Dark Souls has done managing multiple bosses a bunch of times, but, like... It's so weird that Lords of the Fallen, like, that was the one thing that was kind of good in that game in terms of how a Souls game works. And then in the Surge, they were just like, nah, we're going to make everything a gimmick and it's not cool, you know? Why the fuck are you fighting any of those things in the Surge? Like, uh, the first one, okay, it's a security bot. All right, all right, all right. Two, the second boss. What the hell is that thing? And why does it, why is it, like... Stopping your progress, and then the third one. What the fuck the third was that? One, the third one reminded me of a near boss. Yeah, how it, it was so weird. Like, yeah. okay, here's 
this game has so many issues like narratively it's hilarious like what like you trying to or you coming across any of these bosses makes no sense at all other than the security guy the fourth one okay yeah he needs to stop maybe the first one too maybe Maybe the the first first one one. it's preventing you from getting out of the junkyard because you're supposed to be dead or whatever but like the other two and i can't wait to see what the fifth one is because i'm really i'm excited god let's uh, just disregard everything nick has said about the negative surrounding the surge (laughs) and just play the surge it's a good game i wish more people were talking about it i think everybody should just if you haven't play a dark souls game not this but this is a cool game too thank you thank you no nobody is talking about it it makes me sad yeah no one talked about lords of the fallen though either i don't think yeah, no, I only, uh, well, when that came out, I wasn't, like, listening to podcasts. Nor was so, I. So, um, the only giant bomb slightly covered it, but that was it. But, yeah. We should I, we should end this episode, I think. What were you going to say? I, I didn't know you wanted to add. I was just going to say I'm excited to start Horizon after this. Yeah, that is exciting. I don't know what I'm going to play. I, I've been, I actually was, like, very close to starting something else today, but I don't know what to start. I might, I might buy Prey. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested in it. I was down on the demo, but I still want to play it. It sounds like it has a good story, which is good. I heard the ending was just falls flat completely. Really? I heard it was good. I've seen a couple things saying the ending huh. of Prey is like really bad. Hmm. I don't know. But Every, I don't know. There's always opposing views of everything. Though, yeah. So sure. Whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna play next. I guess. Is what comes out soon? Nothing. That we're 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 like hitting that. Period. We're in the finally, phase. where yeah, Good. like things can catch up. I did install Phantom Dust. I did too. I don't know. Do you want to play that at some point? I'm not worried about multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just curious about checking out the um, j- just the game in general. Phantom Dust is free on Xbox One and PC forever. They're not ever going to charge for that. It has microtransactions, so I doubt it. Yeah. So that's an old original Xbox game. That I had always been interested in, but never played, and apparently I knew nobody about it. I remember the cover art, basically, and I had seen some screenshots, but yeah, they just randomly remastered it, and you can play it for free. Um, I wanted to check that out just to, for a little bit. But... I feel like I've asked you this numerous times, and I always forget. Persona? Mm, I don't know. I think I don't feel like putting the time into it. It's really long. And I'm You're gonna not, shoot yourself. And I'm in not the interested foot enough about what with what comes out soon. Dirt. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna play that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm not gonna spend every single time um, I'm playing games playing just dirt. <laughs> a Darkest Dungeon DLC. Did you? I am excited about yeah. that actually. That's. I guess that's relatively close. That's yeah. a couple weeks away. Splatoon Two is in July. Hmm. Okay, I guess I'm not paying attention to when yeah. things are coming and out. And then we're in August, which is where all the big games start coming out. So it's really not that much time we have to play catch-up. I guess not. Oh, well. Uh, let's end this. This is long. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the this 2v1 Podcast. Time. I guess it is normal. It has become the normal time, basically. Yeah, this is, I feel like yeah. it's always been the normal We haven't time. stuck around. Well, no, we used to stick to an hour pretty strictly. That was forever ago. I don't know. I can't keep track of anything anymore. It's obviously not. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review or a rating or something on any podcast service you listen to us on. And most importantly, tell a friend. Spread the word. Thanks to all the fans that have continued supporting us. 
you can write into us, feedback at 2v1podcast.com, for any questions, comments, or concerns. All social media at 2v1podcast. We've got a weird resurgence on Facebook, which is cool. Um, so if you want to, you can like us there. We do have a page. We post all of our stuff there, too, like videos and whatever. Uh, and finally, I guess our website, 2v1podcast.com, where are we going to play Battlegrounds again? Fucking right. We're gonna play okay, yeah, so there, I guess there will be a new... I don't new, come over anymore guess, to do the podcast. I, guess there I don't be, care. I want to <laughs> just play Battlegrounds. There will be another Battlegrounds video uh, with this episode, so... I tried to come over last weekend, but you called me out on wanting to play Battlegrounds. Yeah, I know. I didn't have time, actually, okay. that day. But, yeah, uh, until next week, thanks for listening, and bye, Josh. Later.